Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills podcast is a broadcast outreach of Dag Heward Mills Ministries, which has the duty to bring you the very best from the vast teaching archive of healing evangelist, best-selling author, and megachurch pastor Dag Heward Mills. This Monday's message will focus on the scriptural principle of receiving blessings through people that you relate to. Bishop Dag will help you discover how supernatural provision can come through men and he will teach you the six kinds of people who will give to you and through your relating and associating with them will also provoke blessings in your life. After listening to today's word, you will recognize blessed people and make sure that you keep them close to not break your association. Enjoy the word. Hallelujah. Let's just thank the Lord. Father, we are grateful for this opportunity. Guide us by your mighty spirit, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Now, Luke 638 says something important. It says, give and it shall be given to you, good measure, pressed down, shaking together and running over, shall men give into your bosom. So I want to show you a revelation that is going to increase your income and your blessing many fold. Amen. Are you ready for that? I think let me share this with other people who are more interested in... in, uh, I'll I'll share with other people who are more interested in uh, increasing their income. Okay. Circle the word men. 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 Shall men give into your bosom? Put my scripture on, please. Shall men give into your bosom? So it means that everybody who gives offerings and sows the seed in the kingdom of God must look out for men. Everybody say, I'm on the lookout for men. Amen. You must be on the lookout for men. Men whom God is going to use to give into your bosom. Shall men do what? Give into your bosom. Your stomach. Into your existence. Amen. So I want to show you the list of men that you must be on the lookout for. Amen. Are you listening? There are some men you must be on the lookout for to know exactly uh, what they are on their way to do in your life. Amen. Now what happens is that when these men appear or pop up in our lives, we are often not ready. Those of you online, just listen carefully as well. Okay? Uh, Beautiful. Now, God is going to 
bless you by sending men to your life. Men, 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 men. Amen. So if you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, share, subscribe, because I'm about to show you something that's a major revelation. Amen. The first man you must look out for, all right, in the list. And since the list is a little long, I don't know if I'm going to share all the lists. I'll probably share one, maybe two, and I'll share with some other people. Yes. Because I'm sure some others are interested, more interested in what I'm saying. You guys are like, you're already rich, so like you don't need, you don't need such messages. You have everything that you need, so. Now, number one, blessed men. The first list, the first person in this list through whom God will give to you are what we call blessed men. Genesis 30, verse 27. Laban said unto, let's read from verse 25 maybe, from verse 25. And it came to pass when Rachel had born Joseph, uh, Jacob said unto Laban, send me away. I want to go to my own country. I want to leave. Verse 26. Give me my wives and my children. For whom I have served thee, and let me go. For thou knowest my service, which I have done. All right? So, Israel, one of the people we admire, Jacob, one of the people we admire, was a polygamist. He had two wives. All right? So, he said in verse 27, Laban said, if I have found favor in thine eyes, tarry, for I have learned by experience that the Lord has blessed me for thy sake. The Lord has done what? Blessed me for thy sake. Change the version. Change the version to another version. All right? But Laban said unto him, If I have found favor in your eyes, all right, please stay. I have learned by divination hmm, that the Lord has blessed me because of you. So Laban was being blessed because of Jacob. Do we have another version, please? Another version. Please listen to me, Laban replied. I have become wealthy. I was telling you that give and it shall be given to you. Shall men give to you. Men will be the reason through for which you'll be blessed. When God is working by the miracle power of the mystery of Luke 638. 
the mystery of Luke 6.38. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure. Pressed down. Shaking together. Running over. Shall men. That mystery. The mystery of Luke 6.38. Unravels. Unravels the mystery of. One of the mysteries of wealth. Alright. And is that men. Will be used. To cause you to prosper and to become wealthy or to receive back things that you sow. So all the offerings we've been giving have a response in the realm of the spirit. And Laban put the scripture on was one noticed, he noticed by experience that the Lord was blessing him through Jacob. One version says, because of you. Another one, he said, I learned by divination. Put on the message Bible. I have become blessed. If you please, I have learned through divine inquiry that God has blessed me because of you. I am blessed because of you. You are a source or a conduit or a channel or some type of agency through which I become blessed. A man, a real man, a human. And Jesus said, give and it shall be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall men, shall men give into your bosom. Whether they give you directly or they give you indirectly or whether they give you intentionally or they give you unintentionally, there are people who are the reason why you are where you are and who will be the reason why you will be somewhere. And so God will bless you through people. Now, one of the problems is that we do not realize or want even to realize. Sometimes we don't even want to know these things. Why do you say this person is important? Who is this person? Why does he have to be important to me? But the truth is that many things that we actually could have from the Lord are not earned through salaries. Salary is a limited way of prospering. And most people, even those who earn some of the biggest salaries, don't seem to have so much. I remember one friend of mine was working in the UN in Geneva and was telling me that she had an opportunity to, I don't know whether where she works, she sees the salaries of the different people. And she was saying that the people with the highest salaries, you know, were the ones with very little money to spare at the end of the month. All those people had huge debts, huge things that they were paying for this, paying for this, paying for this, paying for this, in Geneva, in the UN system. You know, when you say UN in Geneva, it means UN, WHO, uh, UNHCR, uh, WIPO, World Intellectual Property Organization. There's a whole lot of United Nations 
organizations that are based in Geneva, including the, I think the World Witches Forum or something, also in Geneva. So, all these world organizations, and they pay a lot of money to the people that work there. But it's amazing that those, even with the biggest salaries, are having the, I don't know, they don't seem to have money at all. So she was amazed that with her smaller salary, she seemed even to be better off, and that these people with the big salaries were struggling to survive. So salary receiving is not per se the only way do you see? And even if it is a way, it is one of the ways, I don't know what happens, but people, people, people don't seem to have much money. I mean, you have a doctor who was living in Ghana and earning 200 CDs a month, and then now earning 200,000, and still seems to be in difficulty. You know, doctors in America can earn a lot of money. I was recently, a brother told me that, you know, a, a friend of his who was a physician and was about 50 years old, has worked there for years. You know, he just took a knife and killed himself. He said he owes so much money, you know, and he's like, why? But the point that I'm making is that salary is not the only way by which you be blessed. Okay? But men, if, if you give, according to Luke 38, open your eyes and God is going to bring men. And there's a list. It's a list that I'm going through. Yes. It's a list. God has blessed me because of you. Oh, Yes. And when you realize, like Laban, I don't know why unbelievers see these things more than Christians. Huh? Am I talking to the right people? I don't know. I said, I don't know why unbelievers seem to notice these things more than even Christians. They seem to see through. So, ah, there's a blessing here. Yeah. And when your eyes open to this reality, you will start becoming happy with associations. Oh, I like to be associated with this. Like when we, when we receive Dr. Paul Enenche, I'm happy for that association. I'm happy for that association. Yes. Perhaps in, in, my, in, my, in, my, in, my, in my heart, it was a highlight for me. I'm happy with the association with certain people in the realm of the spirit. It's a type of, it's a type of realm, a type of ministry. So you see, when you start believing in Luke six thirty eight, you start becoming happy that you are associated. Yesterday I was at a wedding and they said all UD pastors should come up and take a picture inside the hall, and the pastors went up and I saw. Another person also saw that they were happy to be pastors in the UD. And they were happy. I could, I could see they were not proud in a negative way, but they were proud to be part of 
among the pastors of the church. Amen. So, what I'm trying to say is that there's an association that brings a certain uh, blessing. And when your eyes are open in the realm of the spirit, you start to see this person is very important for me financially and in many ways. Not because per se the person gives you money, but the association with the person is, it, it, it does something. If I use, for instance, my association with Yongicho, I can tell you, Yongicho has never, never given me money or even made a donation to our ministry. He's never even made a donation of, let's say, a thousand dollars and has never given me any money. I mean, I know people that he's given money to help them in their church. But he never gave me money. I'd rather have given him money. But I can tell you that my association with him, I, I like it. Because that association is, is a blessing. And I can see that from the time that I associated with him, many things have happened and have come my way. Oh, yes. Perhaps the most stunning was the time I was, the time I was invited to speak in, uh, in a church in Paris. A pastor invited me, a white Frenchman. You know, the French football team is mostly black, so that's why I have to explain it, white or black. So, the white man, a French man, invited me to preach to his very large church. And I asked him when I got there, because I got the invitation, he called, 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 come. So, when I got there, I asked him, have you listened to my preaching before? He said, no. Have you read my book before? No. I don't know your books. Have you, listened, have you watched music? No. So then I said, why, why are you inviting me? He said, because I saw you on a video and you were on the stage and Yongicho was on the stage. So I said, he said, he asked me whether I'm an interpreter. He, said, he doesn't remember whether I was interpreting I said, I've never been an interpreter. Do I look like an interpreter? I've never been an interpreter before. Interpret which language? (laughs) But he said, I don't know what you were doing there, but because you were with him, because Yongicho is somebody that I admire, he said to me, I admire Yongicho. So because you were with him, that's why I invited you. That's all. And, I mean, imagine somebody just buy a ticket for you, look, put you in a nice hotel, bless you when you are going. I mean, I was financially better off after that program than before. Oh, yes. I see you being financially better off after the association. Yes. 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 
So, open your eyes wide. Wide. And see your association. It says, men will give you. In other words, men will be used. Men will be what? Used. Men will be used to return your seeds. The seed you are about to sow this morning. The seed you are about to sow. Men. There will be men whom God will use. Remember this. See it. Know it. Don't take knives and daggers to cut the away the men who God has sent to your life that through one way or another you'll be blessed because of them through them, by them, directly indirectly, financially in terms of wealth, in terms of anything don't take knives daggers and cut away your connection you cut away your connection to life and finances. Amen. amen. Can I have an amen? amen? So those of you who like quarreling, who like breaking relationships, I can tell you, I don't know any classmate of mine whom I, am, I, I, I have a quarrel with that I don't talk to. I mean, I don't talk to them. Not, I, those I don't talk to, because, not because I don't talk to them, but because I have no reason to talk to them. I, I, I don't know what to tell them. But there's, there's no problem. Or pastor. I don't have any pastor like that that I know. No. And also, every relationship that I've ever had, I still have. Unless that person doesn't want to relate with me. But I still want to relate with the person. So when and if God connects you to somebody, all right, do not rise up and cut away the person from your life. Why do I say this? Because people do this all the time. And that is the reason or way by which you are going to be blessed. So be careful. Some of you, it is even your boss at home, at work. Some of you, it is the second in command. Some of you, it is just someone who works where you work. Someone, there are people, spiritually, sometimes a pastor, sometimes someone, sometimes just a blessed person. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. There are people, even their their house boys have houses. And you, with your education, you you don't have a house. One day, one of my pastors, he, he was showing me his house that he's, he's building. I know they don't earn much, but they, I don't know how they're able to build a house. Oh, yes. Because if you stay around, everybody is building a house. You soon find yourself building a house. And you find out how to build a house with very little. Oh, yes. 
There are different ways of building. You can build the same building at the cost of 100, the same building at the cost of 1,000, the same building at the cost of a million, the same building at the cost of a billion, the same building at the cost of trillions, the same building. Oh, yes. What, what is a Bentley? It's, it's a Toyota. It's a Hyundai. It's nothing. It's the same thing. You press here, you, you, you move. You press here, it goes. You press the other one, it stops. What is a Toyota? It's a Hyundai. It's the same as a Bentley. It's the same car. Uh, and, 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 honestly, honestly, I'll tell you that if you give me a car which is parked outside, okay, and this car is very expensive. Very, 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 very expensive. And you tell me, wow, daddy, this is something special that we have got for you. Hey, you are going to be blessed in this car. This car costs $650,000. People have Somebody showed me his car. I said, I said well, how much is this? It's $50,000. When it is going for repairs, it, it goes on a plane. Like it goes to check in at KLM and it goes. Oh, say yes, please. Yes. I know your car is not like that. When it's going for checkup. No, no, Fita in Ghana. No, no, nobody touches it here. When they are going to repair it, it goes for, it flies. Yes, it flies on the goes on the plane and flies out. Oh yes. Anyway, anyway, anyway. So let's say you are getting me such a car. When I sit in the car, I will ask for one thing. In fact, before I take the key. Okay, I'll take the key so that you'll not be offended. But and when I sit in the car, I'll be looking for only one thing. How many know what I'm going to be looking for? I won't tell you, I will tell some other people because let me share these things with other people because I think maybe you are, you are, you are, you are, you are tired of hearing revelations. Do you know what I will look for when I sit in a car? It's just one thing. The one thing is a button. Oh, yes. It's just one thing. And if that button is not there, I will not accept the car. Yes. The button that makes the car fly. Because if the car doesn't fly, I don't see the difference between that and my Peugeot and my Hyundai. I need the button that makes the car fly. If I don't see that button, I don't see why you are spending this money on this car. It's just a Toyota. It's a normal Nissan. Yes. 
How many will agree with me? $750,000 car. And without the flying button. It cannot fly. And you spend all this money on this car and it cannot fly. Like when I want to go from here to the airport, I press, press, it goes up. Then goes. Two minutes. One minute. I'm at the airport. I say, hey. I said, yeah, I don't have to go through Tetequashi and all this. I mean, I've passed that stage. There must be flying. Amen. So, anyway, Luke 6.38, okay, is a special verse for you from today. In fact, I'm praying for the opportunity to share with you the rest of the men. But this is just a blessed man by whom you recognize that, ah, I see a lot of blessings in my life through this person. But you see, you sort of need to be a little clever to see through that directly, indirectly, by some kind of association, there's some type of blessing. And your eyes are not open. Idiots cannot see this. Idiote, he cannot see this. That's why he gets up and he just cuts away. Yeah, because he cannot see the connection. I don't see, I don't see the connection between this and between that. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So, let God open your eyes. Alright? Open your eyes. Open your eyes. Open your eyes. In the realm of the spirit. I thank God for people that he has allowed to. I, I, can, I can tell you you remember I just said to you, Young Church has never given me even ten dollars ever. But I can tell you, I have traveled to almost every country in South South and Latin America. Yeah. Because indirectly through him. Again, somebody saw me in a lift. Just because I was associated with him. He said, I want to invite you to this place in South America. From Kolegono. I was in Kolegono. I was in Kolego the Deep. I was on Pakpo Brown Street. I was on Pakpo Brown Street when I received a call from Panama. And you are, I don't know what street you are. You are not receiving any such call. Do you know Pakpo Brown Street? It's not Martin Luther Boulevard. Very far. But I was on that street when I had a call. You'll be getting calls from all over. You'll be getting calls from all over. You'll be getting calls from all over. And God is going to be blessing you. Now this will be God's response to your Luke 638 sowing of seeds. Yes, That's what people don't realize. Yeah, that's what people don't realize. Every time you sow a seed, you are invoking a list of men who are waiting to be sent into your life. Oh, yes. One day a man sent me a bus. I know you don't use a bus. I don't know you don't drive a bus, but I've sent it to you. It's arriving at the harbor. I said, wow. When it came, I just gave it to the church to use. Men. Men. Oh, yes. 
So how many are getting ready to receive some men into your life? Oh yes. Do I expect people to just give you things? But expect that through that person, through somebody, and be humble. Oh yes. And you don't have to go to people and say, I feel God is going to use you to give me, to give me money. You are a fool. Eh? You go and say that you are a fool. I didn't call your name, but I just said it in the air. So if it applies to you, just take it. And as you are patient, I said, as you are patient. Did you hear me? I said, as you are patient, as you are calm, and as you are associated. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You are going to find out that God is blessing you in many ways. Father, thank you for everyone who is sowing a seed today. Oh, bless us mightily in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Anyway, it's exciting to have Daddy home again. It's exciting to have our prophet back. And I'm excited to hear what God has to say to you. How many of you believe in the anointing? Yeah, I believe so much. This week we've had a powerful time at our Father's feet. How many of you are watching online? We caught some of the sessions. And I know the anointing is still flowing this afternoon. And I'm just excited to see and to hear what God has to say to you. I don't know, but I feel that somebody's life is about to be transformed. I feel somebody's destiny is changing. I feel somebody's way of thinking is being transformed. And I'm excited for what God has for you. Do you believe that nothing is impossible when you put your trust in God? First Love Church, I can't hear your shout. Are you ready to sing in faith all over this room? Stand to your feet, lift your hands, and let's sing. Nothing is impossible when you put your trust in God. Upstairs, let me hear you sing. Nothing is impossible when you're trusting in His word. Hearken to the voice of God to me. Is there anything too hard for me? Then put your trust in God alone and rest upon His word. For everything, oh everything, yes, everything is possible. Come on, first love church. Sing it like you believe it. Nothing is impossible. When you're trusting in His Word Harking to the voice of God to thee Is there anything too hard for me That put your trust in God alone And rest upon His Word For everything For everything Lift your hands with me Lift your hands with me Everything is possible your father, the prophet of God, Bishop Dag, he would Mills, come on, give God praise come on, give God praise hallelujah father, we're so excited here today, thank you for your blessing 
In Jesus' name, amen. amen. You may be seated. Um, today, I just want to share with you something that is going to change your life. And it's going to change many, many things that make, that cause us to make mistakes. Amen. This is just a short message in between um, being in and out. So, I want to look at Luke 6.38. I want to continue what I was saying because I felt the Spirit wants us to do that. Luke 6.38. All right? And I'm sure if you've ever been to a church and there's ever been an offering, you hear these words. It says, Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaking together and running over. Shall men, men, give into your bosom. For with the same measure that you meet, all right, or you dish out, Without it shall be measured to you again. Okay? That's King James language. So, the key word you are looking for in this verse is men. God is going to bless you through men. Alright? And so, it's not one through a man. Give and shall a man give into your bosom. Give and it shall be given to you. Not give and shall be shall a man give into your bosom shall men, plural. So there are some people who are in the realm of the spirit marked out to be a reason for blessing your life. Amen and amen. Are you realizing that? Now, Luke 19 verse 44. Luke 19 and verse 44. Um, let's read from verse 33 perhaps. It says that as they were losing the colt, the owners thereof said unto them, why lose ye the colt? All right, 43 please, 43, not 33. All right, it says, for the days shall come upon thee that thine enemies shall cast a trench about thee and compass thee around or surround you and keep you in on every side. Now, this keeping in on every side is where you are kept financially in on every side. Are you listening to me? Yes, where you are kept in on every side. Okay, where you cannot see uh, your way forward. You know, you are kept in. You are hemmed in. You are restricted financially. How many have been restricted financially before? Like you came to church, they were giving, you wanted to give and you didn't have. You, 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 you wanted to buy a car, but you couldn't buy a car. You wanted to get on a bus, but you didn't have money to pay for the bus. You saw plantain being roasted and you wanted to buy some and your money wasn't enough. And you said, let me just get home. And I ate it. How many have been kept in? You got home and there was no food. 
So the Bible says that the days come upon thee when they shall, your enemies will cast a trench around you and compass thee around, which is surround you and keep you in on every side, in every area. You know? So, verse 44. And they shall lay thee even with the ground and thy children within thee, and they shall not leave thee one stone upon another. Why? Why all these problems? Because thou knowest not the time of thy visitation. Because you don't know when you are being visited by God. When God's power is working and God's power is moving, you don't know what's going on. So when God is visiting you, you must recognize it. But somehow, when people get visited by God, they don't even realize, oh, who who is this? What is this? Till it's gone. All right? And so, many people don't know what they have often till they lose it. Okay? Everyone who dies becomes great in the eyes of men. Oh, he was a great man. Oh, he was a great man. Oh, he did this. He did this. But you do not only have to recognize when it's too late. When it's too late. Okay? You must recognize when God comes in a disguise. Mark 16 verse 12. After that, he appeared in another form unto two of them. Underline another form. Or underline appeared in another form. He appeared in another form to two of them as they walked and went into the country. So you must be able to recognize when someone, uh, God visits you in another form. If the man whom God is visiting you with is a very young person, you must still be able to recognize him in the young person. If it is in a young girl, you must be able to recognize it. If it is even through an unbeliever, you must be able to recognize it. If it's a Rasta man, you must be able to recognize there's anointing there. Whatever kind of person that you may not have expected, if different color, you must be able to recognize when God appears to you in another form from the form you are used to. We are all used to something, but you have to be able to recognize the presence of God when it comes in another form form. Alright? So, the first thing you have learned today is number one, that you must recognize your time of visitation. Write it down, what I have learned. Write in your your notes what I have learned today. Number one, I must recognize God when he, I must recognize the time of my visitation, that I'm actually being visited. I'm being blessed. I am being visited. I am being blessed. I am being visited and I am being blessed. Say, I am being visited. And I am being blessed. Amen. The second thing you've learned is that I must recognize God when he comes in another form. Amen. Now, the third thing that you've learned is never say, how can this man help us? How can this man help me? When God sends somebody into your life, never say, who, how is this man going to help me? I don't see how it's useful. No, 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 no. 
in 1 Samuel chapter 10, Saul was anointed. All right? And when Saul was anointed, in verse 25, the Bible says, Then Samuel told the people, the man of the kingdom, and wrote it in a book and laid it up before the Lord. He was anointed in this chapter from around, around verse 6 or so. He was anointed and laid it up before the Lord. And Samuel sent all the people away and every man to his house. Now Saul was anointed. All right? Then in verse 26, okay? And Saul also, who was now anointed, went home to Gibeah. And there went him with him a band of men whose hearts God had touched. Amen. God had touched their heart. But now notice, but the children of Belial said, how shall this man save us? How can this man be a blessing to us? Underline, how shall this man save us? So this is something nobody must ever say when God sends someone who's going to be a blessing to your life. Never say, how can this man save us? If you are an usher and the head of the ashes is there, don't say to yourself, how can this man save us? He's nobody. He's not important. If you only say to yourself, you are going to relate well with important people, so-called important people, you make the biggest mistakes of your life. Because people that are going to be very important, are not, they don't start important. They don't start as important people. They start as nobodies. And then they become important. So if you only relate with important people, you are going to make a mistake of your life. Years ago, I joined an important board, Church Growth International Board. And when I joined, I was the youngest person to join at that time. And everybody there was much, more, much older than I am. They are all like, the people are like 80s and above, 60s now. I'm talking about now. So, when I joined, you know, I don't know what, what, what was in my mind, but I realized that, all oh, these were all great people. So, my mind was that they were always great people. But one day, somebody was telling me a little about the history, and I found out that many of the people that were on the board of David Yongicho, who had the biggest church in the world, came on this board as young pastors with nothing. Yes, and they all grew up together. So the people that were I met as important, they, they, were, they did not used to be important. So when you say things like, how can this man save us? Who is this guy? Who is this person? I remember Pastor Prince Gunaratnam, he told, he told us, he said when he, he joined, he was sent to uh, pick Yongicho. But he didn't know him. You know, and uh, I think he asked him, who is your, where is your father or something? Because he was a young person. I, I don't remember the exact details of the story, but something like that. Who is your father? And so on. But he didn't have anything. But today, the biggest church in Malaysia, right, the biggest building, is not even allowed to build buildings, church buildings in that country. Because it's officially not, it's, a, it's an officially non-Christian country. But you should see, if you see the picture, if you can get a picture of it, Calvary Convention Center in Kuala Lumpur, and put it on the screen. 
By the time this man finished his life and his ministry, this is what uh, he built. And before that, even when I went to church, he still had a big church. And they were not allowed to build, but they had bought so many buildings around the church. And they had a church in a place which was still a large church. But by the time they finished, you get it, the unimportant person had become the most important person. If they get a picture, I'm sure they'll show you of the Calvary Convention Center in Kuala Lumpur. So unimportant people become important people. And now he's honored by the king of Malaysia. He, he's, he has t- a title of, you know, they, like how the queen will unite you. Yeah, their, their version of that. Yes, he has, he has all that as well. So he, he doesn't even use it. He uses another title. All right? So I'm sure such awards will also come to Ghana. Amen. So how shall this man save us? Don't talk about anybody like that. The Bible says in Luke 6, 38, every time you sow a seed, give, it shall be given to you. Men, men, <laughs> men, men will be used. And if men will be used, and you are saying, how will this man save us? Then you are canceling important people in your life. You'll be surprised what your shepherd is capable of doing. You'll be surprised what your friend in the church is capable of doing. For me, every blessing in my life has come through somebody. Oh yes, has come through somebody. Somebody was sent to become a blessing to me. And through that person, and through associating with the person, I'm blessed. So then we see, number one is blessed people. When I say blessed people, there are some people who are particularly blessed. I mean, let us take, uh, even financially, if you take, let's say, Bill Gates. or uh, Bill Gates is in Seattle, right? Or was in Seattle. Are you there? Yeah. Oh, yes. He was in Seattle. When you go to Seattle, so many people are millionaires. He is a billionaire. And the other people around him are also billionaires. So to be a millionaire there is not a problem. But it's not so common to be a millionaire in Accra. Anybody who works there is likely to be a millionaire. Working in and around you know, most millionaires in the world are in America. Most of the millionaires in the world are in America. Yeah. I'm sure that's why there are flights to America. From everywhere. Yeah. So I remember preaching in a church in Seattle. The pastor, the pastor, the person who was taking me around showed me, that's Bill Gates' house. Show me across the river. I can't see it clearly, but somewhere there, that's where the house is. Then I met somebody else in the church. I said, oh, this person is a, one of, is, a, is a millionaire. But he's like a junior millionaire. I don't know how many. Like, they are not senior. It's not, it's not a senior millionaire. Uh, yes. So I asked, what did he do? And he showed me on the phone 
something on the phone, one of these, uh, not an app. Aha, uh-huh, yes, this is the church built by Pastor Gunnar Ratnam. Yes. Yeah. Look at it. Yeah. And this, this, this land, one time I was flying to Australia and I stopped in Malaysia, I stopped in Kuala Lumpur and he hosted me. He said I should, I, he wants me to, whilst I'm waiting for my flight, it was a long time. So he said I should come. And then it, whatever they did, then they took me to this place. Put the building back, yeah. It was grassland. He said that he wants me to pray there because, you know, they didn't want to give a permit. Yeah, so he wants me to pray for on the, on the land. I should just pray on the land before I go. Oh, yeah. So I've known people who are very important, but were not important. So be careful when you are discounting somebody. Say, how shall this man save us? How shall this man save us? I don't know if I'm talking to the right people. Maybe I should find another group who are interested in what I'm saying. Yes. I was telling you something before. Yeah. The millionaires, yes. I was telling you about this millionaire. And I asked her, what, what, what did he do to become a millionaire? Then they showed me something on the phone. One, either one of these little designs or something, he made that one. And that is why he's a millionaire. Yes. Yes. It was like something like a smiley or a, one of those things. Yes. And that is all. And he's a millionaire. So, one time I preached and they said a senior millionaire was very happy with my preaching. Yeah. So I said, why, why do you call him a senior millionaire? He said, oh, unless your millions like 600, 800 million and so it's not, I mean, if you are millionaire 20, 50 million, 80, it's not a, it's not a real it's just <laughs> so there are people who are blessing everybody around oh yeah they just become like it's like anointing the person is anointed and there's anointing there and around people start becoming blessed oh yes so I am encouraging everybody Recognize blessed people and stay nearby and don't break your association and say what Laban said. Genesis 30 verse 27. What did he say? Genesis 30. He said, I have learned by experience that God has blessed me for thy sake. Amen. Amen. Number two. I'm giving you the list of men in Luke 638. Amen. Amen. How many want the, the list to continue? The second person in the list are men in the list are poor people. Yes. Poor people. 
First Kings chapter 17, verse 9. God spoke to Elijah and said, Go to Zarephtha, and which belongs to Zidon, and stay there. Behold, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. Amen. I've commanded, I've commanded who? A widow woman to sustain thee. I want to tell you, a widow is someone who God has special compassion on and for because that is the nature of God. But God uses poor people to bless people. Banks are sustained by poor people. Lot of poor people joining. Lot of poor people going to watch soccer. Lot of poor people in churches. Lot of poor people at crusades. Without those people, you can't have the crusade. You can't have the church. You can't have the bank. You can't have the soccer. Uh, you see, because the poor people, I don't know if the poor people in Ghana watch soccer. Um, do they go to the stadium? Do they fill the stadiums? Yes. That's how come you can have footballers actually coming here and coaches. Are you sure they fill the stadiums? Accra Sports Stadium is full for league. Kotoko Hats once in a while, but normal league. Obwasi United and uh, whatever United and so on. Brecom United and so on. They fail. Okay. Let's not argue, please. It's Sunday. whatever I tell you poor people are important so anybody who doesn't recognize the importance of poor people people who don't have much without them you cannot win elections Hmm? yes Look at E. Levy. The kind of trouble that came because of E. Levy. I mean, something that if you give less than, is it 100 CDs? It doesn't come in. It's like there's so much whatever about it. Yeah. And it's the politicians are afraid. Because they know that if the poor people who are affected by such things rise up and say no 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 it's over no matter who you are if it is democracy you'll be out so everyone here must have a strong respect the bible says Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor the poor are the audience that Jesus was an anointed to speak to. So anybody who disregards poor people, you may not know who is the one who is God is going to use to bless you. And that's why this statement, how can this man save us? It's an unfortunate statement. How can this man, who is this? How can this man be a blessing to me? Show respect 
And be careful with the people you think are nobodies. Yes. One day, Yongicho disguised himself and came to join the queue to enter the church. Because he wanted to know why people are going to church, coming to his church. So he joined the queue and they were waiting on the steps. And he asked the person next to him, why are you going to church? And the person looked at him. Are you, who are you? Are you new? And he asked another person, so why are you going? Everybody found him straight. Then they told him, you wait till you hear our pastor speaking. You see, you understand why we are going to church. Oh, yes. But they didn't know he was the pastor. So, Because you, you can't tell who you are talking to. Oh, yes. You can't tell who you are talking to. Who is going to become a blessing to you one day. So, men shall give to your bosom. Men shall give to your bosom. God will use men. God may use somebody you never thought he would ever use to save you. And he will use someone to bless you. So sometimes I see people, God has called them to preach. They said, oh, I want to preach to rich people. I want to go to America. Let me tell you, ministry basically is among the poor. When England was poor and struggling, God raised up John Wesley. And John Wesley went around the whole of England preaching and teaching and healing and praying across the whole country for 90 years he traveled. I mean, he lived for 90 years and preached everywhere. And England turned to God. God used William Booth when England was struggling with great many problems. Today, England is a nuclear power a world power, they, are, they, they feel they can fight with Russia and other superpowers. You get it? Oh yes, they don't easily listen to the gospel. Gospel and Christianity is like an immigrant thing in, in England. It's like black people go to church. But it's like English people don't, it's not something for real English. But there was a time, just even as far, as, as far back as 1945, in 1950, nurses used to kneel down and pray. I once showed you a picture of nurses kneeling down to pray before starting work in England. If you have that picture, put it up because you have everything. <laughs> put it up. Nurses in England, white nurses, before they start work in the hospital, kneeling down to pray in the hospital. Yeah. So ministry, if you want to be in ministry and you want to serve God, is it the serpent seed has made human beings so proud. We can't listen. We can't, we don't want to hear anything even about God. But it is in the midst of the poor that you see people even respecting God. Oh yes. The next person on the list is a man of God. Yes. Watch out for the effect of a man of God on your finances. 
God can use a man of yes, that's a picture. In which year was it, please? We need to know which year. This is, I need to know. Somebody tell me. This is in Leeds. Yes. It's 19 something, 50 something. Sorry? 57. 68. So you have it right there. What is it? 1957. This is 1957. This is the year that Ghana got independence. And this is, huh? These are nurses in Leeds Hospital. In Leeds. Praying. They believed in God. Today you can't do this. Look at them. Praying in a hospital. Trusting God. So watch out. Are you there? Watch out. Because you'll be surprised. That ministry and your serving God is maybe only possible amongst the poor people. Now, number three, a man of God. Men of God. Watch out for men of God. They are sources of, I don't know how come, but you'll be surprised. Now, Elisha came by in 2 Kings chapter 4, and he told this widow, all right, 2 Kings chapter 4 and verse 1, he said, go and borrow vessels. All right, Elisha said to her, what shall I do for thee? What do you have? And his handmaiden said, I have nothing but a pot of oil. And he told her, go and borrow thee a pot of oil, more pots, and bring them. So she went and shut the door, all right, and it came to pass that she poured out the vessels and the oil continued to fill the vessels until all the vessels were full. And she came and told the man of God, and he said, go and sell the oil and pay thy debt and live thou and thy children of the rest. Amen. Amen. Now I can tell you something free of charge. I can tell you that I have been a source of wealth to people in I'll just say even one way. Not by giving them money. Don't think of somebody giving you money. Just think of somehow. People that have listened to me talking about debt and have believed. There are many people who thank me that thank you for saving me by speaking about these debts. Otherwise, I'd have been gone. All the big things that go down, the big people that don't have money after some time, it's all they owe some money and then it comes together and all the banks which collapsed in Ghana. It's because even though they lend, they also owe. Otherwise, they would all be there. They would all be there. Here is the money. Here is the money people have put into the bank. Here is um, your money. Here is everybody's money. Even if they have zero, so everybody's zero. No, but no money is missing. But millions are missing. And they owe, they owe, they are waiting to work and then add it all and be paying. That's why it's, it's collapsed. 
all the airlines that collapsed, businesses that collapsed, oh, if you, if those who listen, they are not affected by this. Oh yeah. And people don't believe. So I've been a source of wealth. I remember one pastor, he showed me, he said, look, I've built all this. I don't owe any money. Everybody in this country owes. The churches borrow money. I mean, they'll say, how can you do this? Recently, my wife went somewhere to some church that have built some big, tall building. And she dared to ask, so how did you build it? She said, oh, in this day and age, you know, the only way to do such things is borrowing. And it is in their constitution that the church should never borrow. Yes, it's an older church. It's in their constitution. Yeah, but they borrowed heavily. Yes. Yeah. So I have been a source of wealth to a few people who have listened. Yes. Oh, yes. I stood in America and I preached to them and I said, don't, don't borrow this man. And immediately after that came September 11th and the crisis. Or oh, it was actually after that. And then financial things went, this one, that, different thing. Pandemics have wiped out airlines, businesses, everything. So few people who believe, whilst we as a church, yes, it affected us, but not in that way. No, 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 no. We never came near any type of crisis at all. At all, at all, at all. Not even one day. In fact, we built more, 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 more churches during the pandemic. And this place was broken down, you know. We couldn't come here to church. We broke it down, we built it. And we are moving on. Oh, yes. So, even by that, I can tell you 90% of every financial problem of everybody is connected to debt. Even let's say Ghana, what is our problem? Is it the lack of lack of gold, lack of silver, lack of timber, lack of this, lack of? We have everything, but we owe, and we are borrowing more. It's like that's the way it's done, but it's not that the way it's done always. It's the way it's done because the businesses need you to borrow money so that they have business, because the business of the bank is to borrow, is to lend. If you don't lend, lend their man, borrow their money, they have nothing to do. All the high office you see with glass built glasses all over the place, and they are there. They are lending money to people in the room, so uh, they are lending money to people, and they tie their legs. Twenty-five years, fifteen years, you must work and pay three times the cost of what you are borrowing. Four times. So I've been a source of wealth. Watch out for men of God. Bishop Oyedepo does also believe in that. Or Dr. Paul Nenche who came here. If you see their building, and the, no, there's no debt. Because it's the same family of non-borrowing pastors. Bishop Bosasono has built a big church, biggest church in Johannesburg. He's also in that family. He said, he lent it from me. I said, no, no borrowing. They've been able to build all these big things and do all these things and finish them without borrowing money. So it's a family of non-borrowing people. I welcome you to that family. Oh, 
I, am I, is, it, is there a family that wants to be here? Yes. Yes. Believe it. That alone, that alone, that alone makes you wealthy. Yes. That alone. My pastors who believe in these things, not all believe. Not all believe. I'm not, I'm not a fool. I know that some don't believe. But the ones who believe. The other day I was watching f- fundraising. One of my, I said, I said, I want to give you a donation of $100,000. One of the pastors stood up and said, I'll give you $100,000. When will you give? He said, right now. He took his phone. He gave it $100,000. He said, he doesn't owe money. He doesn't owe any money. And every time, after giving that one, he still wants to give more. Oh, yes. Receive the grace to be debt free in the name of Jesus. Oh, yes. The next person, and I'll be ending in about five minutes. Watch out for some men. The next one is fathers. It's on the list. Fathers are on this list. Men who are blessed, like, like I said, they are blessed in a certain way. Like Bill Gates, uh, whatever. If you go in that circle, you, 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 you start to experience some of the things. You'll be, you'll be surprised. You'll be called a poor man because you have only $3 million. Like you, are, you, are, you, you have not done well for your life because you only have $7.5 million. To your name. The second one I what? The second list person on the list. This is the Luke six thirty eight list of men who will be used by God to give to you. Number one is what? I can't hear you. Blessed men. Tell your neighbor, blessed men, blessed men. Oh yes. Number two is what? Poor men. Poor men. Yes. Every pastor should be especially interested in all your poor people. This morning before I came to I usually meet, I met a group. They are all nobodies. They are students, when I say nobody, I mean they are not presidents, they are not yet vice presidents, they are not members of parliament, they are not bankers, they are not directors, managing directors, they are just students of here. Even once somebody even mentioned a university I've never heard of. Yes. Different, different, different. But I prayed for all of them, I laid hands on all of them. And I prayed for them. I told them, I'm praying for them. Only one of them was married. I said, I'm praying for you. God will going to bless you. And then I'm praying for marriage, all of you. Somebody will find you beautiful. And somebody is going to marry you. All of them. They are very important to me. They are very important to me. This is my life. My life is all these people. Oh, yes. You think, you, you, you think I don't know managing directors? Should I tell you the organizations that I know the managing directors of? You'll be surprised. Some of you think I'm not important. Hmm. 
The second group, the third group is what? The third in the list of men. No, it's Luke six thirty-eight list of men. List of men who will give to you. Yeah. Blessed men, poor men, men of God. Then the third, number four is fathers. Ah! Watch out for fathers. Amen. Fathers have been sent. Genesis 25 verse 5. And verse 6. Genesis 25 verse 5 and 6. And Abraham, let's only look at verse 5. And Abraham gave all that he had to Isaac. Wow. Would Isaac not start as a rich man? Uh, Abraham the rich man has worked all his life and that's what? He gave all that he had to Isaac. (laughs) So you see, it's not Isaac's salary that made him prosperous. Was it his salary? It was his father. That's why you have to be careful with fathers. Whatever the type of father, be careful of that father. So those who quarrel with fathers and have issues with fathers, neither are you wise nor sensible. Neither are you clever. You lack some basic intelligence. There's some basic intelligence you lack to quarrel with your father or have disputes with your father. Your father who was thinking and breathing before you were born. And then you were born. And he is the person with whom you are having a dispute. He must know something more than you. If not at all, for the 20 years or so he was alive before you also came on, online. Before you came online. He had been online for 25 years already. And you are now coming online. At least those 25 years, you were not there. You can only read newspapers. To find out what was happening in the first 25 years. It must be important. Whatever he says. My father built. the, the He was the president of Ghana Private Hoteliers Association. And he built a hotel. It was the best private hotel in Ghana at the time. Now who was he building it for? Me who haven't worked to. I've never been to school. What he was doing, he was doing it for me. He was doing it for me. Read the verse, verse Genesis 25. Abraham gave, uh oh, Abraham gave all that he had to Isaac. <laughs> oh! Oh, yes. Everything that he had, he just gave it to his child. Yeah. In one day, Isaac was a millionaire. Without even having buying one goat, one sheep, he was a millionaire. No investment. And all of you must have an aim to give something to your child. The Bible says a good man leaves an inheritance for his children and his children's children. Even if your father didn't leave anything for you. And the fact that your father didn't leave anything for you, okay? doesn't mean that you don't have to honor him. Say, eh, what type of bogus father? I have a father. I've never got anything from him. 
He didn't even pay my school fees. He didn't even look after me. I never saw him in the house. He never was kind to my mother and all that. And now I should do whatever. No. You, are, you also sound like a fool. This, the talking sound makes you sound like a fool. Yes. So fathers are wild. Before I stood up, I was already rich. Because of my father. Yeah. So that's why the Bible says, honor your father. And I have noticed that when children start to honor their parents, do you see, their parents' hearts change. People, people, people who are alert, they change their wills. I mean, I change my will all the time. I change my will all the time. Oh, yes. Depending on what is going on, I just change it. I must have changed my will about a hundred times. (laughs) Oh, yes. One, one man, when he was dying, he wrote his will and he donated everything that he had to, he said, he, he, he donated it to an um, organization, an organization uh, for something. And then part of the will, the other part, was to buy a Bible. Yes. Now, so now he gave the Bible in the will to his wife. Okay. Well, in his will, his donation to his wife was the Bible to change her ways. You see, to change her ways. Yes. He gave her a Bible to that she would change her ways. Yes. <laughs> yes. So that she would change her ways. Oh, yes. It's amazing. Yes. Sit down. People change their wills depending on how you behave. When you are some way. People don't want to give you their things. Oh, yes. One day, there was a lady, there was an advert in um, a newspaper. A Mercedes-Benz was for sale. And the Mercedes-Benz cost, uh, how much was the Mercedes-Benz? I think $27. $27. My stories are true. $27. My was a new... Well, not, it wasn't money. So, nobody responded to the advert. Nobody responded to the advert. It's like Mercedes-Benz for sale, 24. They put the miles, everything on the Mercedes-Benz there. Nobody came. Then an old man decided to follow that. So, he called the number. The lady answers, yes. I said, I'm selling my car. $27 for a Mercedes Benz. So when he got there, 
He checked the car. It was it had used eleven thousand kilometers. Eleven thousand. That's not. That's not bad at all. Eleven thousand. It's it's a new car. Yes. And he checked inside to see is there what is in this car that this car is being sold for um, twenty seven dollars. So the man paid the $27 for the car. For a Mercedes-Benz, I think it was an E or S class. 11,000 kilometers. So she signed the receipt, signed the documents and everything. Gave it to the man. The man took the key and he opened the door. When he was about to enter the car, he came out and he said to the lady, I will die if you don't tell me why you are selling this car for $27. I will die. Something will happen to me. Because I don't understand. I'm driving out of this house with $27. Do you want to know why? Let me tell another group who are more interested in The man said, I will die. And the lady said, oh, it's very simple. He said, I'm a widow. I'm a widow. And I'm just following my husband's instructions in his will. Because in his will, he said that the car, the Mercedes... I don't know whether you are still interested in this story. <laughs> he said that in, in his will, the car must be sold and the money should be given to his secretary. Do you understand? Are you, are, you, are, you, are you here? No, no. So he said, I'm just following my husband's will. You get it. Let me share this with another another group who understands. No. Because the man said, When I die, my car should be sold. And the money should be given to this girl who's my secretary who has been with me all these years. So she decided to sell the car for $27. And then the money, she said, well, it's a simple thing. I'm following the instructions of my husband. What my husband said. So this is to tell you that people can change their wills. Oh yes, and write anything and you'll be surprised. Hey, those are that they don't understand anything. I think I'll preach in French. Eh? Francois? No, I can speak Japanese, not French. Oh yes. The man said I will die if you don't tell me why. 
I'm leaving this house with this car. And I've only paid $27. Are you there? So watch out for fathers because they can be the reason why you'll be blessed. And some of you say, my father doesn't, my father, my father is, my father, my father, my father, my father doesn't have anything. You see, what you also don't know as a child is that your father may not show you what he has. Yes. There are fathers who have things their children have no idea. Yes. So watch out. I think my time is almost up. The next man in the list of men is your father's friend. (laughs) Your father's what? Friend. Your father's friend. Your father's friend. You see, that is why you must be careful and you'd be surprised at what your father's friends and associates are capable of doing. Amen. In 1 Kings chapter 5 verse 1 And Hiram, king of Tyre, sent his servants to Solomon for he had heard that they had anointed him king in the room of his father. Wow. For Hiram was a lover of David. Amen. So Hiram helped Solomon. Your father's friends, brothers, and associates are going to be a blessing to you in Jesus' name. Finally, your marriage partner. Ah. Ruth. A poverty-stricken widow. She got in touch with who? Boaz. And through Boaz, she became one of the top sisters in the church. So never say to your husband, say, ah, look at the useless man that I've married. Every important person was once unimportant and was once nobody. And God is going to bless you through this list. Of men. Put up the list, let's see. Beautiful. Luke 6.38 Give and it shall be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaking together, running over, shall what? I can't hear you. Shall man Give into your bosom. First person in the list of men. List of men. Blessed men. Number two, poor men. Number three, men of God. Number four, fathers. Number five, your father's friend. And number six, your marriage partner. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Stand to your feet. I got to go. Lift your hands and give glory to God. Father, thank you for your blessing today. 
in the mighty name of Jesus. We are grateful. We thank you, dear Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Now, as every head is bowed and every eye closed, are you listening to me? Everywhere in the balconies, all over this place, if you are here today, you want to give your life to Jesus, lift your hands up and I want to pray with you for in a moment. God bless you. God bless you. You want to give your life to Jesus. God is going to bless you and change your life. All right. If you've lifted your hand, you want to be born again, come to me in the front here. Come. I want to pray with you right now. Maybe somebody invited you to church, but you want to give your life to Jesus Christ. God bless you. Just come and stand right here. God bless you. your hands. Say with me this prayer. Say, Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. Write my name in the book of life. I'm sorry for my sins. I give my heart to Jesus Christ today. Cleanse me, Lord, from every mistake I have ever made. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you. All of you who've come forward, should they go out? Follow the pastor who is lifted his follow me sign and then you come back and join us. Okay? God bless you. You may be seated. Take your Holy Communion. Take your Holy Communion. Father, we thank you for the body of Jesus Christ. Thank you for your blessing as we receive the body of Jesus Christ. The body of Jesus. When I see the blood, when I see the blood, when I see the Now lift this up. May the blood which speaks better things. What better things that it speak? It speaks for your forgiveness, for your mercy, for your salvation, for your deliverance from evil. May the blood speak for you, negotiate for you, and help you. This week, and not only this week, but in the coming weeks, the blood of Jesus Christ. your hands for your blessing.
May the blessing of the Lord rest upon the whole church. The Lord make his face to shine on you. The Lord strengthen you. The Lord answer your prayers. The Lord give you peace. Every crisis and disturbing news and disturbing situation in your life, I speak peace and I speak calm into that situation. The Lord increase you rather. The Lord cause you to go forward. The Lord cause you to prosper and be blessed. Whatever disturbance has come to your life, I see the word disturbance has come to your life through any mistake or any situation. May the peace of the Lord calm down every situation. Receive peace and receive healing in Jesus name. And everyone said, Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.